This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omiyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is the beginning of a brand new week, and this is, I think, the first weekend that has actually felt like a weekend, you all, because, you know, we had a full week worth of work where we actually get to enjoy the weekend. It has a different feel. The days don't blend and don't merge anymore, and I hope that you're starting your week on a great foot, completely energized and excited to be productive because right here on Future Talk, we are definitely excited to bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse95. Lots and lots to share with you today in the UAE and around the world. And we're going to be starting with Apple stores because they are finally reopening right here in all Emirates tomorrow. And we're going to be telling you all about the precautionary measures that they're going to be taking to make sure that we are all safe while shopping our favorite Apple products. But also right here in the UAE, fantastic news have been coming up in the healthcare industry because a UAE-made ventilator has been designed and this ventilator is one of its kind that can adapt to every patient's needs. How is this ventilator going to come in handy? All those details are going to be coming up in just a few moments. But in this, on this weekend also, many universities have been graduating their students. We've seen the American University of Sharjah celebrating a virtual commencement with all of its students tuning in from different parts around the world virtually, seeing their pictures pop up on the screen, receiving their degree virtually once again. But we're going to be telling you all about how graduations are happening around the world and specifically in the Philippines where remote controlled robots have been used. How were they able to do that? And did students actually enjoy it? All those details are going to be coming up. And in our How Do You Tech segment, we're going to be telling you all about how you can tell your friends exactly where you are using a hidden feature on Google Maps. If you thought Google Maps can only tell you where to go whenever you're heading to a place, you're definitely wrong because it can also help you locate yourself to your friends. Tech This Out is coming to you with exciting news because we're going to be telling you all about South Korean robots fighting off the coronavirus spread. COVID-19 has definitely shown us that robots can be used for good. They're not here to take over our jobs and they're not here to replace humans. So how are they helping out in the fight uh, in the fight against COVID-19? This is all going to be coming up. Lots and lots to discuss with you all right here on Future Talk. So make sure you stay tuned. And until we're back, I'm going to be leaving you with Nice to Meet Ya by Niall Horan. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. Big news have been happening in the UAE in terms of healthcare industry and the tech sector because in just eight weeks, UAE researchers have been able to build a mechanical ventilator prototype that is meeting the needs of all of its COVID-19 patients. This is amazing news because most of the time we tend to get tech from European countries. We will import them, use them, and they work just fine. So none of us actually put in the effort to go ahead and create our own technology. But right here in the UAE, 
Even before COVID-19 became a part of our new normal, we have been going very, uh, working very hard in terms of creating tech that is serving our individual needs. Now, this new ventilator is called the M061 prototype, and it has been created so that it can address every COVID-19 patient's needs. And what is special about it is that it can deliver multiple modes of ventilation. So it's not a one-size-fits-all one ventilation, but rather... Depending on every patient's needs, what type of oxygen do they need? I mean, the level, the uh, the amount, and the project team that actually created the M061 ventilator system made sure that it is a scalable prototype. So that basically means that it is relying on interchangeable components that are very easy to source and integrate. Now, this is very important because we are trying to avoid the lack of supplies that is happening worldwide in the healthcare departments. The urgent need for large numbers of mechanical ventilators that play a crucial role in treating p- patients with severe symptoms of COVID-19 is real and this is exactly why this ventilator was created. The development of the ventilator is actually part of the UAE's efforts to deploy breakthrough technologies in the fight against COVID-19, but also to enhance its healthcare capabilities. Researchers have been closely studying existing ventilator designs. They didn't want to create another ventilator that was similar to all the others that are out there on the market. They were trying to focus on creating a ventilator that was both functional and durable. So they tested prototype medical ventilator systems that could provide oxygen to patients for longer periods of times and they tried to do them as efficiently as possible so that they can actually adapt to all the changes in uh, vital indicators. So any change in the blood pressure, in the heart rate or temperature of the patients will be picked up by this ventilator. Most importantly though, this ventilator was designed to support rather than replace existing ventilators because those existing ventilators have much broader medical applications. They've been used for years and years ago and they are definitely designed to last much longer than this new M061 ventilator. Now researchers are planning to execute a very lengthy testing cycle under the supervision of different specialists in pulmonary studies and clinicians in hospitals. Now what's interesting about it is that this ventilator is definitely uh, following standard professional engineering practices so we can ensure that this ventilator is definitely adhering to the highest quality standards and receiving input from ventilator specialists who are currently treating the COVID-19 patients. We're going to keep you up to date with all that happens in regards to implementing this ventilator in the treatment of COVID-19 patients. But if you've been struggling with having your broken iPhone not find a home for it to be fixed, I'm coming to you with fantastic news because UAE Apple stores are going to be reopening tomorrow. Yes, you heard it right. Many of you have been waiting for this news, especially those who have been stuck with a broken iPhone, broken Apple Watch, broken AirPods. The list of Apple products is endless. But now you can go ahead and get them fixed. You can go ahead and buy your favorite Apple products tomorrow from the retail stores right here in the UAE because Apple announced yesterday that they're going to be reopening 
on the 8th of June right here in the UAE in line with the easing of COVID-19 restrictions both locally and globally. Now, Apple actually closed its doors uh, and all of its stores that were outside Greater China on March 13, which is actually a first in history. But this was all part of the efforts that were being done to stop the spread of coronavirus. These closures were meant to originally last only until March 27, but Apple stores closed were Apple's stores doors were closed as the pandemic actually continued to spread globally and it was not the numbers were not decreasing. Countries worldwide have definitely begun to ease restrictions, some of them significantly in the past week, and the UAE is one of those countries that have been easing restrictions and placing the responsibility on the shoulders of its citizens. And that's exactly why Apple stores are very excited to begin welcoming visitors once again tomorrow. Um, they've definitely missed offering their support to all of their customers, but they are coming in a new normal because these open reopen stores are going to have a lot of safety procedures like temperature checks social distancing and face coverings or also known as face masks so that they can ensure that all customers and employees continue to stay healthy as they shop apple stores will be reopening though on limited store hours even though a lot of the malls where apple stores are located have their own opening hours Apple's retail outlets will only be open from 11 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. daily. A series of health questions are going to be asked before you enter the store, so make sure you're well aware of that. Masks will be required to be worn as well, so honestly, whenever you're heading outside the house, you should have your mask and gloves on at all times. But Apple stores will also be only accepting a limited number of customers at any time. So you should expect to wait outside for a little bit if the store is crowded. Apple also mentioned on their website that the health questions that they're going to be asking are ones that will screen for those with symptoms. So they might ask you if you've had any cough, any fever. They might even ask you if you've had any recent exposure to someone infected with COVID-19. Throughout the day, Apple is also going to be conducting deep cleaning within the store. And they're going to be paying a lot of attention to surfaces that tend to be touched or uh, interacted with by a lot of people. So any display products, uh, any uh, tables that will have um, uh, customers or employees touching them at a regular pace during the day. Now, you do need to make sure that you're not trying on the products around the world i remember in the u.s they actually banned completely customers trying on apple watches or holding the iphones just so that they can minimize the spread of covid19 we will keep you up to date if that is also implemented right here in the uae but for your own safety try to not touch the products out there try to ask the clerk or the employee over there if you need any more details or clarification about the different apple products at present almost 100 apple stores have been reopened worldwide and it is expected that they're going to be reopening even more stores uh, in different countries as restriction rules are relaxed it's definitely interesting how apple have changed uh, the way they're going to be running their stores they're trying to focus more on one-on-one interaction between the Apple employee and the customer themselves. So we can definitely be assured that all of our questions and needs will be answered. Coming up, we have lots and lots more in store right here on Future Talk. We're going to be telling you all about how sixth graders were graduating in the Philippines by using robots. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Students graduating around the world have definitely been struggling a little bit this year, or may I say a lot more, <laughs> simply because, you know, you work 12 years of your life or you work four years of your life in terms of uh, university so that you can actually get to enjoy the moment where you walk across the po- podium and receive your degree. But this sadly has not been the reality due to the coronavirus pandemic. It's definitely pressed pause on a lot of celebrations, weddings, birthdays, and graduations being one of them. But right here in the UAE, we've seen universities become a lot more creative in terms of celebrating their students. So let's change the vibe a little bit. And let me tell you about what universities right here in Sharjah have been doing. This weekend, the American University of Sharjah decided to celebrate its students virtually because they actually had a group zoom call if we may say using their own video chat platform and called out the names of their students one by one also mentioning whether they were uh, what kind of degree they were receiving along with what their standards were but in the philippines they were decide they decided to be a little bit more creative with their sixth graders because they held a cyber graduation using remote controlled robots let me tell you exactly how they did that a public school in the philippines decided to do that for its sixth graders to give them a graduation that they will probably never forget and this graduation was actually held as a socially distant graduation ceremony featuring all those robots and having all their families watch them through a Facebook live stream. Now, I'm saying having all of their family watch them because these robots were basically representing every single student. The faces of those robots were tablets that had the face of every student on them. And all eight elementary school students were actually holding the virtual graduation ceremony in the popular game Minecraft. So uh, they recreated their entire campus in Minecraft, having this ceremony become a part of this game. Now, we earlier on the show, we actually talked about Japan having a very similar approach uh, using the Numi robots, which are telepresence robots that allow those students to basically be present in their own ceremony virtually. Zoom was the platform that uh, they were using in Japan so that the students get to experience this version of graduating. But in the Philippines, they were actually using Facebook live stream. Now, what's interesting about it is that the graduation audience was completely empty. All students and families were watching from their homes, but a few teachers and administrators were there to take photos and make sure that everything went as smoothly as possible possible. Another interesting feature is that pre-recorded videos of each and every student were played on the tablets that were connected to the robots. So students can actually have this video as a memory to show to their kids and grandchildren one day. And a pre-recorded video from the mayor was also played on the large screen with all those robots admiring the wisdom of that mayor. As students had their turn on stage, their faces were shown on the screen. However, that screen was also used to display all the family's reactions at home 
Tearful eyes of mothers and proud hearts of fathers were present on those screens, celebrating with their students this great achievement. Teachers would basically press play on every video for all 179 students to cross the stage and receive their diplomas. And the best part about it is that all those robots were basically remote controlled as they were guided across the stage. And just like we would typically have with students, um, you would have their names basically listed one by one on a piece of paper to make sure that everyone was going out on the stage in the right order. Instead of having humans, (laughs) human names on those papers, they were basically listed as robot one, robot two, robot three. And administrators attached all those diplomas to the robot's arms, which basically is the closest thing possible to handing it directly to the student himself or herself. Another interesting feature about those remote-controlled robots is that they were actually made by the school itself using recycled parts. They actually were wearing school shoes they had the fluffy socks that you typically find elementary students wearing and the robotics team actually won several awards at international competitions along with being used to celebrate those sixth graders graduating a great achievement and a great memory indeed because no one could say that they actually graduated amidst the pandemic except those students and every other student who is graduating this semester. If you are graduating, I hope you know that your achievements will never be forgotten. And even though your celebration looks a little different this year, it is still one that we all admire and appreciate. Coming up, lots and lots is still in store on Future Talk. We're going to be telling you all about how you can tell your friends exactly where you are using a hidden feature on Google Maps. All this and more is coming up, so keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? I think this has to be my favorite How Do You Tech simply because I relate to it personally. If anyone knows me well, they would know I am really bad at following directions, especially when driving. And I can't even count to you how many times I've been lost on the roads with no way to find out where I am and no way for my friends to find out where I am so that they can lead me back to shore. Um, That's exactly why I'm coming to you with a hidden feature on Google Maps that will help you tell your friends exactly where you are using your Google Maps app on your phone. Now this hidden feature is called Plus Codes and it's basically like having a digital address because it allows you to share your exact location or the location of something like a car or a campsite even if it does not have an address. And this is something we typically face uh, a lot right here in Sharjah because a lot of the time some of the roads that have been developed are brand new. They haven't yet been updated on Google Maps. So you kind of basically find your Google Maps just stuck on some of the roads, unable to tell you where exactly you're heading and unable to have your friends know exactly where you are. But Google has basically created this little known feature inside Google Maps to help you find your way and make it a lot easier for us to share exactly where we are using certain digital codes on our Android. But I'm coming to you with an iPhone hack because there is a way that you can actually use this on your iPhone even though it's a little bit more complex. Plus codes are basically digital addresses and 
basically sort of like uh, Google's own interpretation of your coordinates, where you are and having exactly a, a code that will let your friends know where you are. And it serves a different function than the share location feature in Google Maps because that one follows you as you move. But the plus codes are more about sharing a very specific location on a map that someone can find from any computer at any time. Now, the plus code feature was launched very recently and it can actually allow you to find uh, where you are or help your friends find where you are by simply searching that code in a Google search on the Chrome web browser or if you have the application on your phone, you can also search the code using that app. If you see a six-digit code, you also have to share the city or region you are in so that this plus code can actually be as accurate as possible. But normally, if you are in a city, you might just share your address or a nearby point of interest. But if you're in a specific place inside, uh, let's say a certain park or uh, an area, as we mentioned right here in Charger, there are a lot of roads that tend to be redefined uh, very recently, you can use a plus code to help someone find exactly where you are. Or maybe, you know, since the weather has been not the best, but a lot of us have been trying to get out and get our activity in outdoors. If you're out on a hike and lost, you can actually use this feature also to share your campsite location or the location of your car. The feature is rolling out now, so you may not see it yet, but I have noticed it, uh, or a few of my friends have actually noticed it on their Android phones. If you don't see it yet, keep checking back over the coming weeks because it's going to be rolling out very soon. But let's head straight to how you can use this feature. On your Android phone, you can go ahead and open up the Google Maps app. You will tap on a blue dot that represents exactly where you are on the map. Once you do that, Google will actually show you the plus code for where you're standing towards the top of the screen. You can basically copy that code and send it straight to a friend or a family member, or you can actually tap the share location button as well. But keep in mind that the share location button will show your friends your location as you continue to move. But if you're giving someone the location of your parked car or a certain campsite, all you need to do is just share the plus code. Now, if you are an iPhone user, don't worry, you're not going to be left out of this feature because you can go ahead and check it out by opening up the Google Maps app on your iPhone, tap and hold on the red marker on the map, which shows exactly where you are. And simply, once you do that, the Google Maps app will pop up on the will pop up a feature on the bottom of the screen with your location on it. Pull up on that pop up menu next to a marker icon. You'll see the plus code, which you can easily go ahead, copy it and paste it and send it to a friend to give them your current location. That's it. And now you can actually very easily share your location or the exact location of something even if it does not have a street address. Let me know if you are like me and you tend to have a very hard time following directions of Google Maps or if you have ever been lost on the road, especially on an unnamed road yet. Will you use your this feature of Google Maps? Send in your thoughts and text us in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, lots and lots is still in store right here on Future Talk and we're going to be talking all about my favorite creatures, <laughs> robots, because once upon a time we were afraid of them, but now they are helping out in the fight against COVID-19 
and we're going to be traveling all the way to South Korea to see how they have been disinfecting and making sure that all customers entering any store are following the social distancing rules. Keep Pulse95 locked, and I'm going to be leaving you with Be Honest. So keep Pulse95 locked. This is Pulse95. Tag this out. Tag this out. Pulse95. I can't even explain to you how giddy I feel every time I come on the show to talk about a robot story because I feel like robots have definitely been misunderstood for years and years and years ago. And now with the COVID-19 pandemic, we are starting to realize how vital they can be because these robots are completely immune to the virus. But not just that, they are fast, they are reliable, and they don't want to take over our jobs. They're not trying to replace doctors or nurses, but they're trying to give us a helping hand. And at times, they can be just as tough as a mother could be because tough love, you know, my friends, tough love can definitely make a difference in this world. In South Korea, this is exactly where we're going to be traveling to see what a robot is doing. If you're not following the social distancing protocol, you might just be screamed at or at least shouted at by a robot that will tell you to move away. But this robot has so many other roles that have definitely been coming in handy during the fight against COVID-19. We might not have colonized Mars, just like the old movie predictions were suggesting, but 2020 does feature a self-driving robot in South Korea that is helping put an end to the spread of COVID-19. This machine would typically be seen roaming inside the headquarters of one of South Korea's largest mobile operators, scanning people, whoever are walking around the building. This robot will greet you in the lobby as it checks your temperature, but it will also dispense hand sanitizer, disinfect the floors, and even alert those who are not wearing a mask. Among many other features that this robot has, the gadget was called the Coronavirus Prevention Robot because it can also detect if people are following social distancing rules and will alert them to move away from each other. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first came across this robot, I thought, oh, I don't know how people are going to take another robot screaming at them. You know, are they going to take it in a good way, in a bad way? Are they going to be offended? But from what I've seen and the different interviews that have been done um, for people who have met this robot have all been honestly very positive because people are starting to realize that these robots don't want to take over their jobs, but rather they want to ensure their safety. And people have actually been listening to the robot, which has been another worry by many researchers. A lot of researchers tend to think that humans may or may not take these robots seriously but a video of the robot in action was shared on twitter and it has shown that a lot of people were actually listening to the robot if they were close or coming closer to their friends once the robot would ask them politely to move away they were following the instructions it's gone viral on many social media platforms and since it has been shared online there has been over 33,000 views of people wanting this robots to become a part of their stores all large retail stores in my opinion should be purchasing something like this at the moment because honestly you're talking about many roles in one a robot that can disinfect floors check temperature remind people to wear their masks and remind them to continue to social distance 
it has definitely become a very important part of this retail business because this robot can actually even transmit data to the server in real time because it is using 5G technology and it can even set off an alarm if anyone's temperature is over 37.5 degrees Celsius because it's using artificial intelligence. Um, using artificial intelligence, this robot can also detect if you are a part of a large social gathering. And it will also politely advise you to go ahead and move away from your loved ones and your friends just to make sure that you are being safe while socializing. Those who are not wearing a mask will be reminded to put one on through this robot's polite words. Um, the best part about it is that it's definitely helping minimize people-to-people -people contact and reducing the time that's taken for temperature checks at the entrance. Temperature checks have become a part of our new normal. Whenever you're heading into a grocery store, going to the mall, going to the office, you're constantly having your temperature being checked. And this can definitely delay the process of you going somewhere. But with a robot like this, especially if there are many deployed all at once in one company, you can, you can definitely be assured that the time it takes to check your temperature will be minimized. Along with all those features that I mentioned, this robot is also armed with ultraviolet lamps and two disinfectant sprays. So as it moves around the building, it can disinfect 99% of the surface area it's moving around in just 10 minutes. Can you imagine how phenomenal this robot is? What else can we add to it? Because the developers have also added a function that can hide faces that are being mirrored in the screen to protect people's privacy. I'm going to be sharing with you a few thoughts from different employees and people that have met this robot. Some of them have been saying that they felt a bit strange when they first uh, saw him, but they have realized that it can definitely raise awareness about social distancing and also improve accuracy whenever it comes to temperature checks. I want to hear from you all. What are your thoughts on having a robot checking your temperature, moving around in your office, Becoming a part of your new normal as we try and uh, adapt to this COVID-19 pandemic as well as reduce the spread of it. Share your thoughts with me at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or text in at 4215. I really want to hear what you have to say because a lot of people tend to be against robots thinking that they are here to take over our jobs. But especially during this pandemic, we have seen how vital their role can be. Sadly, though, Future Talk is coming to an end and we will be returning same time tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of the Dream Team. Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be giving you the latest updates on what movies and shows you should be watching as we all try to stay home as much as possible. But until then, I'm going to be wishing you a wonderful day. I hope you're all as energetic as I am today since it is... We're still adapting to the new normal, but a lot of us are finally back in our offices and finally back to feeling productive. But as you enjoy being productive, make sure you're also staying safe by keeping your masks and your gloves on. And keep Pulse 95 locked because Be Kind is coming up and we all need to remember to be kind. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.